worried that other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back if some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back. What's getting walked back? Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Watch your back, dudes. Watch your back, buddy. Stay safe, Pete. Uh, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's the Sean Show. Hi. How are you? That was the deuce, uh, Peter Ducey, who is a badass, by the way, and he's talking to the president uh, yesterday, and I saw this. I was watching, and, uh, you know, Biden's walk. he is, he's, he's an absolute freaking liar. He's walking back everything he said in Poland when he was out there in Poland. Uh, he uh, said a number of things. He, he said, if uh, Putin uses chemical weapons, we shall respond in kind, which usually connotes, uh, I just said connotes because I'm educated. Let me say it again. Connotes. Uh, usually connotes that uh, you're going to respond uh, in the same way, in much the same way, at the same level. So if Putin uses chemical weapons, I guess we're going to use chemical weapons because, hell, we got all them labs in Ukraine. He also said that, uh, that uh, uh, you know, Putin, uh, uh, oh, my God, should this man should not remain in power. He said all these things. And essentially when uh, when the Deucemeister brought it up, uh, or the Deucerooney, if you're not into the whole brevity thing, uh, he said, uh, don't you think uh, world leaders are, are looking kind of weird at you because you keep having to walk back all this stuff you stay on the world stage? He said, I'm not walking anything back there, champ. Listen, Corn Pop, I'm not walking anything back. Then he said he didn't say those. He brought up the three things. He said those things did not happen because Joe Biden is a freaking liar. And for the bulk of his career in politics, uh, unfortunately, rightly so, he has assumed that most people who support him are complete morons. And, in fact, they are. For the, Well, they're starting to peel off. You look at these numbers on his approval ratings, and there's got to be a few Democrats in that mix. But essentially, Joe Biden has dealt with the idea uh, all his, uh, his career that most people are too stupid and lazy to really check on uh, when he's telling the truth and when he's not. And he's such a fossil. He's such an old pterodactyl that uh, he, he really hasn't come to understand that people see what he says on this newfangled thing called video. Uh, and they also can check the things he says on this newfangled thing called the Internet. And so, uh, whereas maybe 100 years ago, a guy like Joe Biden could lie his ass off and lie he did and plagiarize and never really get called out on it for the most part, unless he's running for president. Uh, and uh, and now, uh, you know, it's it's painfully obvious when the man's lying because you have video proof of it. Uh, the whole world saw what he said in Poland when he was talking to the troops. Uh, and so for, for him to get called out by Deuce and say it didn't freaking happen, it's it's getting a little surreal, isn't it? And the Deuce don't back down. And, and the Deuce, I don't know if you've noticed, but he's starting to get this, oh, come on, man, look. 
they've they've developed a kind of relationship, the Deuce and uh, and Biden, in that uh, when when Biden starts lying through his pie hole, the Deuce really kind of even goes for it more and gets that look like, oh come on man, we all saw it, Mister President. Uh, plus, then he was rambling about the budget. Oh, holy crap. A trillion bucks. It's the best damn thing that ever happened because, you know, those evil freaking rich people are going to start paying their fair share. It's not right. He really thinks that whispering thing is cool, doesn't he? He really does. And it's just creepy. So uh, that was your presidential uh, politics from yesterday. Of course, nobody gave a crap. Because everybody was pretty much focused on Will Smith and uh, and Chris Rock, which you know I I I, I mock it and I make fun of it because I th- I kind of think the whole thing was stupid. Greg Gutfeld once again validated my opinion last night, uh, not only on the five but on his show later on when he said it was the most interesting thing that's happened in the Oscars, uh, it happened at the Oscars in decades, and I agree it really was it was interesting. But that was the news cycle yesterday, and just a couple of developments here. Uh, first off, Will Smith has uh, apologized on Instagram, which is the most wussified way that anybody can apologize for anything, is to sit on your ass in your mansion in Malibu and type out something on the computer. Violence is poison. This is not who I want to be. I'm a work in progress. And he apologized to Chris Rock. Again, who gives a crap? He did it on Instagram. And I don't know about you, but Will Smith uh, pretty much apologized to Chris Rock yesterday so he could keep his little gold statue. Because there was talk. All these these actors and weirdos that make up the Academy had signed, in the wake of the Me Too movement, they all signed a paper... Uh, stating new rules and regulations for participation in the academy, and one of them is, you know, how you behave. You have to behave in a respectful way, and slapping somebody on national television isn't what most people would define as respectful. And so the academy was put into a kind of a dicey situation yesterday in that really, according to their own rules, which guys like Phil or Will Smith had actually signed, they should take the damn statue away from him and ban him from the Oscars, which they don't want to do because he's Will freaking Smith and he makes a lot of money for a lot of people. And so Will Smith, you know, wrote his little apology, or maybe she did, I don't know, so he can keep his gold statue. Uh, Chris Rock, on the other hand, is really the guy who's coming out on top of this thing. I think it's very smart of him that he hasn't, he hasn't said anything, you know what I mean? He's kind of remained quiet, and I think that's wise. Apparently, ticket sales for his new world tour are through the freaking roof, man. Good on him. Did you know, Chris and Don, I didn't even know, Chris Rock is 57 years of age, man. Will Smith is a 53-year-old dude. But I didn't know, Chris Rock, man, is, now I'm, in my mid-50s at this point, so I'm not saying he's an old fart. But let's face it, we're all creeping up on old fart territory. We're, we're not actual old farts, but we're, we're, we're in the, we've crossed state lines into o- old fartlandia. You know what I mean? Like we're actually in the region. We're not quite there yet, 
It's on the we horizon. It's on the horizon. We haven't moved into the old fart governor's mansion yet. But we have crossed state lines. So you're saying, from, oh, there it is. That you can see, it's like the Emerald freaking city. We can see old fartness, you know, on the horizon, way off there. It's there. Okay, when you're pushing 60, you're, you, 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 you're getting cl- even closer to the Emerald City of old fartness. And so, I, I don't know why it, it struck me. <laughs> Get it? It struck me. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it did strike me that Will Smith smacked the guy pushing 60. You know what I mean? That's all. That's all I'm saying. I, and, I, you know, I, I'm just, it, these are guys in their 50s at this point. And I'm not going to spend the entire freaking show talking about this crap because, again, at the end of the day, I think it's kind of stupid. I, I, I thought, it, 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 my initial thought was you know, they spent the whole damn, they, they can't stop preaching about peace and love and how violence sucks, and then they have a fight, you know, during the broadcast. Uh, but, you know, uh, th- this, I, I, I don't think any of this is looking really good for Will. I, 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 the guy who had the greatest take on this, honestly, and then I'm going to move on to something else, unless you all want to talk about it some more, 210 uh, was Tyrus, who is the, what is he, like a former pro wrestler or something? He's Gutfeld's guy. Uh, he's a massive dude. And I don't know if you're aware of this. This might shock you, but apparently I've noticed that uh, Tyrus is black. He's black. He's a black dude. And And he was saying, you know, what was really disappointing about this whole experience for him is that Will Smith was you know, a real icon and a hero to him and to a lot of uh, young black guys. Because Will Smith, and and I would agree, for the majority of his career, you know, has kind of kept it pretty real. Uh, he's he's a good guy. You know, he, he always said that he would never do anything that his grandmother, he wouldn't want his grandmother to see. He's one of the few mainstream rappers that didn't use vulgarity in his lyrics. He, right. That's what it was. He didn't cuss in his rap lyrics because his grandmother wouldn't approve. Uh, and Tyrus was saying, so, you know, frankly, we always kind of looked up to him. As he did great movies, you know, starting with Independence Day. I mean, when's the guy, he's he's done blockbuster after blockbuster. I think one of my favorite Will Smith movies is Hancock, which is a much underrated flick. But, you know, he's, he's, he's always made really cool flicks, and he's always been a really, really cool guy. And this was him being really, really not cool. And, and Tyrus was like, it was really disappointing. And then Tyrus did do a little bit of the relationship analysis there with with Jada, and and he's he said what I think we're all thinking in that, you know, he's had kind of a rough trip with her, and it's probably just kind of built up on him, which a lot of people are saying, and based upon the video, it really did look like he was laughing at the joke, and wasn't taking it seriously until he looked over at her. And Tyrus said we didn't see it. But you imagine she gave him a look like, you better do something about this. Uh, you know, go don't just sit there. And so being kind of at a weird place emotionally in his life in general, he did what he did. And it's unfortunate because it screwed up his Oscar moment. Uh, it was a disappointing thing for a lot of people who admire him. Uh, in other wo- words, Tyrus basically said the guy is whipped. You know what I mean? He's... he's well- 
she runs the roost. You know it, what I mean? She in that respect, it. you know, for some guys, it wouldn't even take a direct look from her. All he had to do is look over and see her disgust and right. you know, act on that. Uh, I, I think you had the best, you know, idea that they should have just gotten up and walked out. And th- they would have made a statement. Well, he would have had the opportunity a short time he later. He could have talked about it afterwards. People would have wanted to know why they got up and left. It would have been much more powerful. It would have been admirable to a certain extent. But just getting up and whacking the dude was, you know, it was re- not the reactive. Re- very reactive, yes. So, anyway, 210 599 5555. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm John. Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. And, uh, yeah, once again, just uh, a programming note, a programming note. Uh, that I will be out uh, the rest of the week. I, I'm I'm going uh, uh, tomorrow for my final procedure. My final procedure. Well, a couple of things I got to have done. I have to have this thing removed. My little friend here. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> my little friend here, who is who tortures me every day at least five times a day. Uh, and then uh, I also. Uh, this is a normal thing for this thing i've been through which i got a hernia uh so they have to take care of that as uh, take care of that as well and then hopefully when this is all done uh i can start getting back to normal and uh, uh i get the pre uh, the surgery tomorrow and then i have, have to have a few days recovery so i should be back on monday uh in fact oh my buddy randy uh who is my personal medical advisor is listening right now randy how you doing i call him bones like on star trek Bones was just asking me how long I'd be out. I, I should be back. I mean, they said a couple of days, so I should be back on Monday. And then, uh, you know, everything should start getting back to, to normal. Uh, and I just can't thank you all enough for your friendship and your prayers and your support uh, over the past few months for not only myself but for my family. Uh, this The KTSA family is just the best. They're, they're the best people in the world, it, Absolutely. Uh, 210-599-5555. Let's go to Alex on line one. Alex. Hi, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. And you take care of yourself because you're going to be voted the chocolate king during the King William. Chocolate king. <laughs> I'm now, you know, I don't wear the chocolates anymore, right? I'm, I'm wearing these obnoxious tie-dye Crocs that my wife despises. Cool. So I got to maybe get back to the chocolates so I don't get divorced. <laughs> cool. Chocolate Crocs. On that slap <laughs> issue, you know, people need to understand that was so fake, unreal. It was not and fake, Dwayne, man. Dwayne Johnson was only there to see how he trained the two to do it because, you know, oh, he's stop. a and Why would they fake that? Check his cheek to show the bruise if it was such a hard slap. When you get Why hit would they? Hard, okay, lose, everybody who says it was fake. You're your balance from the slap. That is so fake. It's unreal. You have a good morning, Dude. sir, and you take care of yourself. Oh, okay, thank you, Al. Thank you, brother. Okay, the one thing that people who keep saying this was fake never answer is why would they do it? Baby, there's got to be a why. Now, I'm not saying that after it happened 
they both weren't kind of chuckling that it did because if you look at the Will Smith was yucking it up later on at the parties, having a good old time. Like I said, Chris Rock's ticket sales went through the roof on this thing for his, his comedy tour. But it the actual hit was not fake. And and and, and again, you 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 have to ask your, ask your yourself this question: Why fake it? If indeed it was, because there's got to be a why. And the why can't be well, it'll boost ratings, all right? Because that's silly. Because if you're thinking that they faked it just to boost ratings, then what you're asking me to believe is that Will Smith. Chris Rock and the producers of the Academy got together and hatched this idea of, of faking this this slap and this thing to happen between. First off, Chris Rock had to agree to do a joke about uh, uh, Jada's condition, making him look like a jerk. Uh, Will Smith had to agree to look like an even bigger jerk by coming up and smacking him. And Will Smith then also had to agree to completely screw up his Oscar moment. And they did all of this for what reason? Why would they agree to do all that? What's the benefit? What's the penny? This was the first black-produced Oscars broadcast. It didn't exactly help that community having a couple of black dudes get into it during the broadcast. So if you really genuinely think this was fake, you cannot just claim it's fake because you're looking at the angles and, oh, I don't think they connected and, oh, he didn't fall over and, oh, where's the mark and all. Okay, that's what we call circumstantial evidence. But there has to be a motive. It didn't happen in a vacuum. If this were fake, other people had to be involved, including Jada, including the producers of the Oscars. So you have to have a motive. There has to be a reason why they would do that. And the reason and the payoff has to be greater than Chris Rock looking like a jerk and Will Smith screwing up his Oscar moment, which people spend their entire freaking careers trying to achieve. So unless you can tell me what the benefit was of faking it, you've really got to rethink your opinion on this. I, and that's all i got to say. 210-599-5555. I'm Sean. How are you? What's new and exciting for you? How's your life? Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Let's see. Richard, how you doing? You're on Newstalk 550 KTSA with your old weird Uncle Sean. What are you thinking? Hey, weird Uncle Sean. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to Slap Happy Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) The slap heard round the world, man. Uh, just as a, as a to be serious for a little while, uh, you know, this is a stupid example to show to teenagers and young kids that adults settle their grievances with attacking each other. I mean, that's right. This is just plain stupid. That, that's all I can say about that. But the, the conspiracy theory, I agree with you 100 percent. And. You know, I'm always up for a good conspiracy. You know, the Kennedy assassination, the space aliens, right. the 2020 election. But this doesn't hold water, man. I mean, it doesn't even reach my threshold. <laughs> well, again, you know, it, 
this idea that there was faked for some reason, and usually the reason people give is they give two reasons. And God, I can't. We're, this is the second day I've talked about this. They give two reasons: either it's to boost ratings for the Oscars, and I think this one actually, despite the slap, was the lowest rated Oscars in, in Oscar history. It's like 94 years they've been doing this, and, the, and every year the audience drops off because. People get sick of these celebrities preaching to them and the sanctimonious crapola and the wokeness. Uh, you know, so they either say it was the boost ratings, which it did not do, uh, or they say that somehow it's connected to the government. I had people call me up yesterday saying, oh, no, the Biden administration controls Hollywood, and they called the Oscars and told them to do this so that people would be talking about the Oscars instead of, Ukraine and the budget package and all that stuff, which is in, that's ludicrous, man. And again, and this is why I'm not a big conspiracy guy, because the one thing that very few people actually consider when it comes to any given conspiracy theory is the Benny. What's the payoff? Why do it? There's got to be a why. And the motivation has to supersede the risk you're taking. Or it doesn't make any sense. It's like the 9-11 truthers whom I can't stand. You know, and for twenty over 20 years now, I've been hearing that crap about how, well, this building didn't fall right, or we didn't see any video of this airplane going into the Pentagon, and it must be fake, and they did it, they faked it. And they can never give me a reasonable, why would they do that? What's the payoff? Given that that conspiracy would require practically hundreds if not thousands of people to be in on it to successfully pull it off it's it's crazy i, I appreciate the call richard and, and that you know very few conspiracies survive the why question why there's got to be a why there's got to be a motive there's got to be a benefit there's got to be a payoff for doing it people don't just conspire to do crap just merely to conspire to do crap you know what i mean why why there's got to be a why baby and you got a now that chick's got plenty of them because i don't think epstein killed himself uh let's go to steve steve how you doing hey sean you hey. you are absolutely you are absolutely correct on this thing i i heard that yesterday those people calling in and saying it was all the distraction and this said but but you but you're correct it was it, it wasn't staged it wasn't planned it just goes to show that you could take some people out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of some people. <laughs> now, that, right. Now I hate to say it, it, but you're right. Now, that being said, with the actions of the Democrat Party and uh, their co-conspirators in the end of media, you can't really blame the conspiracy theorists on this one because oh, – yeah. the, the Democrats and the enemy media have been telling us, the people, for years – don't believe what you see. Don't believe what you hear with your own ears and see with your own eyes. So, right. so with with that thought, everything that the enemy media and the Democrat Party puts forth, and you know Hollywood is the Democrat Party. Everything that they put yeah. forth has to be questioned, has to be doubted, has to be investigated, and cannot be trusted. Oh, I agree. And, and Trey and I were talking about this, uh, and, and, and certainly, yeah, the, the, the media do conspire on a daily basis to protect Democrats, especially Democrat administrations uh, and Democrat politicians. That, that, now, there's, that is a conspiracy that is right in front of you every single day. 
Okay, all I'm saying with Will Smith, that's just a bunch of rich guys acting poorly. You know, or one rich guy acting like a jerk. But on a daily basis, like with this Russian thing and Biden's own comments regarding Ukraine and Russia, uh, the media have conspired to hush that up, to change the narrative. Uh, uh, They certainly work in concert with this administration. Uh, We we had this story where somebody was able to get a picture of Biden's uh, cheat card or cheat sheet when he's uh, giving a press conference where he's got the questions, the people who are going to ask the questions, and the answers printed out for him. How does he get the questions? Conspiracy right in front of you. Don, Don Rickles poked fun at Sammy Davis Jr. for being oh, yeah. blind. And we all laughed, including Sammy Davis and including right. all of the uh, minority community. This, again, goes to show that today's super woke crowd have no sense of humor. I don't know how they live with Oh, themselves. absolutely. I agree, man. I appreciate the call, Steve. And that, I said it yesterday. You know, the big takeaway from the Will Smith slap is that, and I, I, I really kind of look at it in the macro and not the micro. I, I don't know what their relationship is like or what the, I'm not going to analyze any of that crap. I mean, I, I think he's a bit whipped, you know, in the relationship department. I think that chick runs his ass. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's painfully obvious. I mean, she cheated on him. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, she runs his ass, Don. Right, probably. Uh, we we can know, only uh, assume from what we've seen that that's the case. Yes. Here's, oh, here's on, what I know. think they need to do. Chris Rock and, and Will Smith. And you see these videos. People send them to me all the time, and I don't know why, of the, uh, you know, of these slap competitions. You know, you, sometimes you have these guys, they're standing right. across the table from each other, and one of them will haul off and just <laughs> slap the other one silly right upside the right. head. And then, you know, sometimes they, you know, they, they'll rub their cheek because it hurts. Sometimes they don't move at all. Sometimes they, you know, they, the impact is so, so much that they fall over. So I think the two of them need to do that. Get across the table. Slap fight. Right. Get it out of your system. Get it over with. You know? I'd rather see a slap fight between Will and the dude she was sleeping with. The boyfriend. That'd be a lot more fun, man. Will Smith's a big dude. He is, man. You're picking on 57 year old Chris Rock, that little guy. Yeah. Take on the dude your wife was sleeping with, man. Now there's a, that's a slap fight I want to see. The guy that's 30 years younger than you. Right, <laughs> right, but Will is a big dude, man. Yeah. I'd like to see that that uh, Thunderdome episode. Uh, 210-599-5555. We'll talk some more. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm John Hi. Why do dudes? Why do dudes hook up with like psycho chicks like that? You know, because I look. I, I'm just gonna say it. I know she's got a condition and crap, but the, I think Jada kind of came out looking bad. You know, worse than anybody else. Well, to my she own runs defense, Will's ass. Uh, they are a little. They're they're kind of fun for occasions. For about 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets old. It gets old real chicks. quick. Yeah. Well, they're fun for about a week. Psycho chicks. And then the psycho kicks in, and then they, they, you got to give permission to breathe. You know, I don't know why guys put up with that crap. I, I, I mean, my wife is, um, she's not a psycho chick, 
she just cares about me and wants me to be okay. And so, you know, if, well, if I... If I do what she recommends, my life is better, but she doesn't go psycho. You know, she's not like... She can't be psycho. You better go hit that man. You're still you alive. Hit that man. I'm still alive, man. If she were psycho, you would have been long gone. Well, I would have because I, I, I don't exactly follow directions very well. And so guys who, who willingly live with psycho chicks who just run their lives for them and tell them what to do and, you know, you have no freedom or... I just don't know why dudes go with that. I, 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 she looks crazy. I'm, I don't care if she's bald or not. And you could say I'm being offensive, and I don't care. That chick looks crazy. And that chick did have a boyfriend for like a year. I, I, I'd have dumped that chick a long time ago, man. I, I don't. Uh, I mean, you know, my my wife gets upset with me when I don't, you know, listen to her. Well, you know, it, which is right, and I and I I can be a bit of a jerk myself. I don't listen very well. It's true, and I I cut people off in mid sentence. I do that all the time. You know, ojo. I do, you know. So I'm no piece of cake to live with. But I'm just saying, Will and Jada, that chick's psycho, man. I'm just saying she's psycho. She just runs his. He hit that dude because she told him to. You could see it in her eye. Why do dudes hook up with psycho chicks? I don't get it. I guess they're massive. I, I, what is it? Do dudes just like being told what to do, or uh, you know? I had what I got one psycho chick in my back. Well, a couple of psycho chicks in my background. Chris, you remember that chick out in California? She was <laughs> yeah. psycho. You remember her, don't you? Once she started talking about ghosts, telling her that we had to be together, I was like, okay, I gotta go. I got something to do. When's your flight? When's your flight? Right here's your ticket. You remember? I don't deal well with psycho. I find out you're nuts, and that's, that's that's you know, I'm the only nuts I can deal with. That doesn't sound right. What I'm saying is my dysfunction is all I can handle. I can't handle somebody else's dysfunction on top of it. And that, I'm, Myers, my daughter. Jada Pickett, she's crazy, isn't she, Alicia? She probably, she's nuts. Psycho, man. Me, me, me. Will, you better go hit that man. Well, it's going to be a long night for you. You better go hit that man right now. Just saying. All right, I think we're out of time. Uh, 210-599-5555. Now, have I been offensive about Jada Pickett-Smith? Would Will Smith slap me if he were here? Because you know what I'd do if Will Smith started coming towards me? I'd kick him right in the right in the giblets, man. That's where I. That's what I'd do. He'd have a crock up the giblets if he started walking towards me looking like he was going to slap me. That's right. I just said a crock up the giblets. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Gas prices are the highest in history. Think of that. And we had them below $2 a gallon. Think of that. And now it's going up to 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. How high can you go? Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Miss Glasgow, how'd you know I was going to talk about Trump this opening segment? You've been reading my damn mind, man. That's the Trumpster, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, I love the Trumpster, man. I miss the Trumpster. Life was good when Trump was in charge, man. He was. Uh, uh, we were. We were living large, man. We had the best damn economy this country's ever had. It's like we had the shining moment. 
for just a few years when we had a non-politician running the gig. We had an actual uh, corporate manager, if you will, running the show. A business guy. Uh, a guy who, who understood uh, economics, who understood markets, who understood uh, the art of the deal. And he got us out of a lot of agreements that were that were uh, robbing us blind and were bad for America. He, he was a tough dude, man. One hair on one American's head is harmed, and I will grease your village. I mean, that's the uh, Putin didn't roll into Ukraine while Trump was in the was in the White House, did he? We were getting ready to export oil for the first time. We were energy independent. The border was tightened up, man. Uh, and and I and I, you can call me now. I, I'm not a big conspiracy guy. You know that. I just explained that last hour. But I tell you what, I think them Chinese done released that virus to take out Trump, not to kill him, but to create a situation uh, that would undo much of the good stuff that he was doing, including winning a a trade war with China. That's what I think. And then that very same pandemic was used to cheat this last election and get Barnaby Jones into the into the Oval Office there. Wait a minute, Barnaby Jones had a little bit more on the. Uh, Barnaby Jones was, was a little sharper on the draw than the guy we have now. And uh, you know it's funny because first off, Trump is still filling stadiums. You know what I mean? Biden shows up somewhere and like three of his own dudes show up. They put Secret Service guys in the crowd to make it look like there is a crowd. And they are still obsessed with him, man. They are still obsessed. Let's see here. Let's see. What, 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 what still is Trump's fault, huh? Uh, let's see. Howard Stern, who? Yeah, he used to be a big deal. Howard Stern uh, was saying the reason Will Smith smacked Chris Rock is because Trump normalize that kind of behavior trump and will smith according to howard freaking stern are the same guy robin let me tell you about my penis that that's that there's there's howard howard stern used to be a big deal i mean i'm sure there's he's got a big podcast now i'm sure he's got a big fat audience because you know there's a lot of old generation xers out there i guess who still get off on that sort of thing uh stern was uh yes an early influence on my radio career when i uh was considering getting into radio in my late teens uh i i actually had grown up with howard stern was a local guy out of uh, dc 101 a classic rock station in washington dc so when i was in high school stern was uh was the guy you listened to on the uh, local rock station and then he went to new york and became a big freaking deal uh, uh it, it, there was a handful of guys that were big influences on me. Yes, Stern was one of them. There was another guy who actually replaced Howard Stern when he left, named Doug Tract, also known as the Grease Man, who was one of my favorites. Uh, Phil Hendry out of L.A. And yes, Rush Limbaugh. And 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 Stern was he and Rush Limbaugh were kings of the heap at one point, both representing different aspects of broadcasting. Yes. Uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh bringing in, bringing in on his shoulders a, a conservative revolution to talk radio. Howard Stern sort of smashing the morning nut hut model 
and bringing a, a much more relaxed way of doing radio to morning radio uh, and also seeing a lot of naked boobs. A lot of, he, brought, he, he brought the revolution of naked boobies uh, to FM rock radio. And I listened, I listened to Stern all the way up into the early 90s. And then as he got older, it just became kind of icky. You know, like Stern, Stern just got icky for me. You know, the older he got and the more he was having these really just wrong conversations with strippers and stuff, at some point, right, Don Morgan, it just got icky. Stern just got icky. Sorry, Jarvis the Cat just ran across my hernia. Uh, for, what for a very bizarre, jar jar thing for him to do. Jar jar. Jarvis. Jarvis. <laughs> Seriously, I'm sitting here riffing on Stern and the history of broadcasting in America, right. and a freaking cat just ran across my hernia. He's been darting a lot lately. I don't know why. He just darts. I don't know what's wrong with him. We got him fixed. No, anyway, maybe, uh, he's, maybe he's looking for something. <laughs> maybe he's looking for what we took away from him. I don't know. Still broken. Got to be here somewhere. Yeah. That's just like Will Smith. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's why I hit Chris. He can't find his oh, giblets anymore. Boy. She's got his giblets in a, in a lockbox somewhere, so he's a little frustrated. Yeah, keep my catnip out of your mouth. <laughs> See how you are. <laughs> I smell catnip. Um, but, Don, you remember when Stern was a big deal. Right. And he was a big deal. Yeah. It's not relevant anymore, but I used to tell young broadcasters, "Hey, read private parts if you want to be in radio. I mean, you'll you'll learn a lot." Yeah, because a lot of you it's know, not relevant anymore. But yeah, and a lot of the stuff that he went through from a broadcasting perspective was something we've all gone through. You know, oh yeah, you, you, with when, pig vomit. And, yeah, you know, you've always got that guy breathing down your neck, and right. you've got those people earlier in your career who tell you to, to do something else. You know, <laughs> right? It's just how it is. And, Right, you know, yeah. and don't from, really get what you're going for, and so they're trying yeah. to be standard. And, and from that, safe way. from that perspective, yeah, it's a it's a great look into how how it is in this world. But then later on, when he becomes, you know, who we know him as today, it's a little hard to fathom at times, right, that, that this was going on. So, and certainly it was. We all heard it. You know, and then he had the TV show, so we all saw it as well. The TV show was yeah. funny; it was weird. But but he certainly uh, re- revitalized the industry from a oh, perspective yeah. where you know, doing what we're doing now and just talking about whatever is something that he w- made it possible for us certainly. all to do. We uh, we pretty much owe the kind of radio we do to two guys, and that's Howard Stern and Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. That's, I mean, if you're really going to be basic about it, that's a true right. damn thing. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. But, it, but at some point, credit for that. Stern talking about his penis just got old. Right. At some point, Robin, let me tell you about my penis. You know, it just, I got such a small penis. Yeah. At some point, it just got like, okay, Howard. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't know how relevant he is today. I guess he's pretty relevant. He's yeah. probably got a big audience well, on the podcast. I, I haven't listened to him for probably about a year. He's on right. Sirius XM. Oh, is he? Um, got his own channel on there. And so it's like these, wow. these shows. It's like a podcast. It just kind of goes all the time. <laughs> um, and, you know, and, and the things he talks about now are, are kind of like, you know, what you, we talk about on this show, except it's, oh, peppered, really? it's peppered with profanity. Um, right. And, and, and so, you know, he talks about issues of the day and his, his opinions on these types of things. I think I heard it, I read an interview with him a, year, a few years back that, Around the time he entered his 60s, 
you know, he felt uncomfortable well, talking about the things he was talking about before. Well, good. You know, and, and kind of evolved from that. And a lot of people well, want him. Yeah, you know, I am as well. A lot of people want him to go back to the, the, the benchmarks that he had on his show that made him who he is, but he just doesn't feel that that's who he He's is too any old. longer. Right. Well, yeah, and it's, again, like for me, even when he was still on broadcast radio, I tuned out probably when he got into his 40s. Right. Because if I'm doing the math right, because it just sounded eh, like aqualungy, you know, it's yeah. just they kind of got, you know, talking to the young chicks and mm-hmm. and doing the stuff that, yeah, kind of made him who he is. You know, I just kind of lost interest. It was it, it it was repetitive and icky. Yeah. No, so I'm glad kinda, that he's kind of moved on from that. I, I I don't listen to I don't listen to any of that. He's changed his focus somewhat. And and you but, know he, he gets some decent guests on his program. Right. Um, I imagine. You know, and, and they open up to him, uh, which is I mean I don't well, know. He's if got longevity. Yeah, and I think that the, for some reason they just feel like they can just tell him whatever. You know, because right. he, he'll ask questions that you and I wouldn't ask each other. You know, <laughs> yeah, let alone. <laughs> well, did he get? Did he get Ben Affleck to start ragging on? Uh, yeah, that's the show when Ben Affleck was talking about how he drank because of his last marriage or whatever. Right, right. right. And that's where all that came from. So that's you know, well, he gets people to open up to him that way, right. and they say things that they wouldn't say to the average interviewer. So. I, I don't think Will Smith hit Chris Rock because of Donald Trump. That that you know, that's the story well, that's... of the day from Howard Stern. I, I, you, you can't blame Trump for everything, man. And that's kind of what's going on. I, I, I'm trying to think of what the other thing people were blaming. You know, there's uh, only Trump there's on. only one person to blame for Will Smith hitting Chris Rock, and that's Will Smith. Right. You know, there's nobody. Smith, you know, yeah. I mean, he's he's the only one responsible for the actions right. he took Sunday night. Nobody else is to blame. Isn't it weird though that? You know, and I'm not making fun, but people are getting greased left and right on planet Earth. Uh, in Ukraine and other parts of the world, people are getting slaughtered en masse. And one rich guy slaps another rich guy, and it's global freaking news. Because mm-hmm. it was a global story yesterday. Yeah. It was a huge story. Now, why do, why do you think that is? What's because your perspective it's easier on because it's easier to to focus on one celebrity whose movies we've been watching for a long time and sort of deal with his issues rather than deal with the fact that legions of people are being greased and slaughtered on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's celebrity stories are, are it's like a vacation for your brain. Right. It, look, it, it's it's like the murder stories where you have the pretty young girl who goes missing. Or the pretty young girl who is suspected of killing somebody, and for weeks and weeks you follow the court case and the investigation, mm-hmm. because it's easier, I think, to focus your your thoughts on a, an individual case, right? Than than take in you know gas prices at five bucks, six bucks a gallon, yeah, nothing on the shelves, something else to pandemics, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. To me, it was there were a couple of couple of things came to mind. Um, First and foremost, we've never seen anything like that happen before. That's I mean, true. You know, that was, was a first, and that's the thing. Whether you whether you're, you're you like it or not, whether you care or not, it is interesting. Um, yes, absolutely. Where, you know, uh, one of the, you know, the one of the best known personalities in the, on the planet, uh, who has been putting out these amazing movies, you know, whether yeah. you, for twenty something years, twenty five years or so, 
um, nominated for the, the top award in his industry, and an hour before he wins the whole thing, he goes up and slaps somebody yeah. right there on stage on live TV in front of millions of people. So we, we've never really seen that happen before. Right. And it kind of reminded me of, uh, you know, back in the 80s when uh, Andy Kaufman and Jerry oh, Lawler were on David Letterman. Yeah. And Lawler slapped Kaufman across the face. You know, that right. was that was all a setup. This clearly wasn't. Um, you, right, can, you can't right. convince well, me either, any other way. Uh, but, but I think no, I, also I, I think that when we see people that we hold up to to this level of, of esteem, that they're human, too. And they do some real stupid things. Yeah, you it know? was a very real moment. Yeah, that I think really we've, happened. All, we've all yeah. been there where you've heard right. somebody say something about someone you love mm. and you get angry. You know, when you want you to react to the crap way. out of them. Yeah. Right. And and oftentimes we don't for whatever reason. It's not the time or place or, you know, you don't want to go to jail or you don't want to get your ass kicked. It's, right. <laughs> it's all it's too, too many oh, witnesses. Yeah. yeah, too many witnesses, you know. Too but, many witnesses. You know, he just took it upon himself to go up there and slap somebody on live TV. And I think it gave us some insight into into this world where it's like, you know, they're just they're just like the rest of us. Right. You know, he had a breaking point, and yeah. we saw it with our own eyes. And I think the other thing, the reason that story uh, had you know what we call legs or juice or whatever you want to call it, is that everybody can have an opinion on it. Right. Everybody does. Everybody has an opinion on that story as to whether or not he was right to do it or admirable or he was a jerk uh, or whether Chris Rock was. Everybody has an opinion on it, whether it was real or fake. Mm-hmm. And these days, a government like conspiracy. <laughs> government freaking conspiracy, right? It's Biden's fault. Yeah. Biden did it. And and I think when you have a story, it's like, again, with the aforementioned pretty young girl commits suspected a murder or whatever, everybody can have an opinion. The girl that went missing last year mm-hmm. uh, with the with the husband, everybody had an opinion on it. You can participate. Well, look, right. like you said before, people, especially these days, they like watching the misery of others. And, you know, there's a war in going a on in Ukraine, and that's misery. But I think it's it's a lot more appealing when the misery is coming from people who are, you know, a lot higher up and a lot more well-to-do. Right, because, you know, I, yeah. I don't think any of us really expected that he would do something like that. I mean, you no. go to any average biker bar on the weekend, you're going to see that eight, nine, ten <laughs> times a night. You know, when you're tuning into the Academy Awards, right. you don't expect to see the the guy who is a lock to win Best Actor go up and slap right. one and, of the presenters across the face. And, it's, <laughs> and, and they're both, and even Chris Rock, they're both like really well-liked guys, you know, right. I mean... Every time one of the Men in Black movies comes on, I'll sit and watch it. They're great flicks, you yeah. know, Independence Day. And Chris Rock has been around forever. You know, everybody right, knows yeah. him. Yeah. And so watching two dudes that you that have been around our entire adult lives that are, you know, people that we always kind of think positively of and getting into this kind of a thing is kind of it it, 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 it it grabs your attention. It certainly does. Yeah. Here we are. It's two days at two days two days in, and we're still talking about it. You know. These two grown ass men in their fifties. In their fifties, <laughs> yeah. Chris Rock is fifty seven. Man, yeah. whoo! Uh, all right, I gotta take a break. Fifty freaking seven. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty, KTSa. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one on Facebook, Twitter, and online at ktsa.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's uh, about 1026 on a Tuesday. And I got the Fox News on there with Harris Faulkner. I uh, 
when I, uh, let's see, I watched Fox 29, watched the local Fox station until about 9 a.m. And then I swap over it. Well, then I watched Kimberly and Esteban for about half an hour. Because I love Kimberly and Esteban. They're beautiful people. Uh, well, no, I don't want, I guess I watch it for the first hour, and then that Wendy, oh, Wendy Williams chick comes on, and she scares me, and I, I can't watch her. Because that chick looks like, she, she's got such a weird face. Chris, she looks like she could unhinge her lower jaw and, like, swallow a cheese goat. You know what I mean? Like, she's just scared. So then I switch over, and she's had a lot of guest hosts on lately, and they're scary people, too. So at, at around uh, uh, around this time, I swap over to Fox News, the national guys, and that's when Harris Faulkner is on, and she's got, like, nine hours on the air during the day. She's got, like, outnumbered, and then she's got her own show. And right now they were talking about this trillion-dollar budget that Biden is whispering about, which, God, I wish he'd stop that. Can't somebody tell the old fart that the whispering thing isn't cool, it's creepy? Trillion-dollar budget, which your great-grandkids will be paying off. Uh, He's jacking up the taxes on corporate America because corporations are evil and greedy. And they deserve it. Because they don't pay their fair share. And I get so sick of here. We've been hearing this fair share crap since Obama was in office. And rich people uh, don't pay their fair share. And it's all about fairness, is it not? Uh, I think roughly about half of all Americans are below the economic line to where they have to pay taxes at all. A lot, Most Americans, as I understand it, don't pay any taxes. Is that fair? Is that fair? Uh, and the thing about rich people and corporations is, well, they hire people to do, to do stuff. First off, they move a lot of money through the economy. They invest in stuff. They, they, uh, uh, they're entrepreneurs. They start new businesses. They, uh, you know, they, they, again, hire people to do stuff. And, and that, that's where the, the bulk of your employers in this country are, well, rich people. And so when you bring the tax hammer down on rich people, rich people who, by the way, shoulder 80% of the tax burden in this country as is. Because a rich person who has a business isn't just paying income tax. They're paying tax for every single employee they have. They're paying business taxes. They're paying property taxes. They're paying estate taxes. They're paying paying taxes up the yin-yang beyond just their income tax. So when you hear things like, well, you know, rich people, uh, uh, they don't, they, they pay the same rate as a high school teacher, and that's not right, champ. It's, it's just, it's a freaking lie, because you're not adding in all the other taxes that a rich person pays. Rich people are the one set of people that everybody hates until they get to be one. Like, everybody wants to be a rich person. But, in, but if they're not, then they hate rich people, and rich people have everything coming to them, unless they're rich politicians. See, a rich person who becomes rich as a result of their endeavors in the free market system, I admire. 
Okay, I admire people who have nothing and then who make a whole bunch of money because of their ideas or their investments or their business that they started themselves. It's an impressive damn thing to end up a millionaire in this life when you start with nothing. Uh, most of our politicians at the upper, uh, the uh, at the top of the food chain are also also filthy, stinking rich. Joe Biden is filthy, stinking rich. Joe Biden has never owned a business. Joe Biden has never produced anything. Joe Biden has been living off of you and me his entire adult life. How is he rich? Most of our employees, again, or uh, federal uh, uh, politicians, are rich people. And yet they don't operate in the free market system. They don't operate according to capitalism. They are rich off of public service. You and I make them rich. Not to mention all the double dealing they do behind the scenes. A guy like Joe Biden talking about evil rich people needs to shut his pie hole because he is a corrupt establishment political rich person. He has enriched himself and his family on your tax dollar, on your efforts, going to work every day and paying your stinking bills. And I got to take a break. That guy and his family have been have become rich. Joe Biden represents everything a good liberal puke should despise, and yet they they love his ass. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. The Sean Show 1041. Hope you're having a swell time. Uh, again, the uh, the latest update on Smithgate. Uh, Will Smith publicly apologized to Chris Rock, but he did it through an Instagram post. And I, you know, I look, we, we were reading yesterday uh, and even Sunday, the Academy, the uh, not that anybody cares because steadily people are losing interest, not just in the Academy Awards, but in these award shows in general. And, and you know, it, it, it in times of, of, you know, in rough waters, let's put it this way. In rough waters, and we've certainly been going through a hard time collectively for the past three years with the pandemic uh, and now, you know, the, the border crisis, uh, the, the, the economy presently and inflation is, is just off the charts and it's messing up a lot of folks. We have war uh, in Ukraine, which I know stresses people out. In bad times, people do seek refuge, and I'm certainly one of them, in movies, in, in culture, you know, uh, uh, to forget their trouble and pain. You know, we, we in, in, in our, te- our favorite TV shows, I mean, I'm going to be off the air here in about 20 minutes. I'm going to switch right over to the Food Channel or the Food Network and watch me some Guy Fieri. And Will Smith is one of those guys that has always provided folks with great escapist entertainment. You know, uh, he does this, the odd serious flick, and he got uh, uh, the Academy Award for a serious flick, which I have not seen, where he stretched his a- acting chops a bit. 
you know, but that's why the Marvel movies have done so well over the past 10 years, because it's escapism, you know, you can focus on superheroes and, you know, saving the universe for a little while instead of your troubles and pain here on planet Earth. I think that's why you like Hancock, because that's basically how you would be if you were a superhero. If I were a superhero, I would be Hancock, that's right. You're absolutely right. Um, but, you know, it, it, people love watching their favorite actors and actresses in the movies and on TV. But the reason the, the, the these award shows have lost audience consecutively for, you know, a while now is because you, you, you see a different side of those same actors and, and, and movie stars and performers on these shows. And, you know... Their arrogance comes through. Their privilege comes through. The uh, my favorite word, the sanctimony of the preaching, is obnoxious. And uh, you know, the, the thing is, these people live the lives that they lead or, or live because of you and me. It's kind of like our politicians. Our politicians live at the pleasure of you and me. We provide their income. And when it comes to movie actors and, you know, rock performers and singers and recording artists and TV producers and all these, we provide their fortunes for them by seeing their, by consuming their product, right? So uh, I don't know about you, but you know, I look at somebody like a movie star. I don't want to be preached to by the movie star because they're only living the life they live because of me, <laughs> because of me buying the movie ticket or me uploading the CD or whatever or the album. And there's something, you know, just really, really obnoxious about people who get the play act for a living or record their music, you know, thinking that that somehow gives them the right to tell you and me how to live. Because ultimately, uh, our, our elite celebrities, the elite celebrities in this country, which are our form of royalty, think very little of you and me. We provide their lifestyles for them, but ultimately, they think very little of flyover country. They think very little of the, quote, salt of the earth. They think very little of working people and average working Americans. We're stupid, we're uneducated, we're not nuanced. You know, we don't eat really good food like they do. Well, it's this pretentiousness that the platform justifies the advice. Right, because I'm, you know, in movies, uh, I, I am so stinking smart. And because you're not in movies, I know how you should live. I, I'm so much more smarter than you are. And frankly, I'm better than you are. That's really the attitude that a lot of these people have. And what's interesting, especially with elite celebrities, is that, and I learned a lot of this when I was out in California, is that they live very childish lives. And we don't stop to consider this. You know, they, 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 they live extraordinarily luxurious lives. Uh, uh, and I, I, again, I'm not one to go off on the evils of rich people. That's not my point here. I'm just saying that the celebrity class, you know, they live extraordinarily childish lives. They can do whatever they want whenever they want to do it. They can eat whatever they want whenever they want to eat it. 
they they usually have a large entourage of people who pretty much do everything for them, whether it's pay their bills or keep their houses clean or help them exercise or cook their food for them. Uh, you, you look at the film industry, these people live in a bubble, it's cliche to say, but it's true, where they are surrounded by people who continuously tell them how freaking great and brilliant they are. And when they don't get their way, they want to slap someone. And when they don't get their way, they they are being oppressed, and they want to slap somebody, and they react like a child. I saw somebody reacting like a child on Sunday night. And that's and to me, I I can't stand arrogance. I, I I when I'm arrogant, I hate it. It's like I can't stand my own BS, and I hate the BS of others. And I arrogance is one of my least favorite qualities in people, if you can call it a quality. And and there is a great deal of arrogance in Hollywood, in the entertainment industry. And uh, the arrogance is interesting to me because. Very often, they're not the deepest people on planet Earth. Again, you know, you don't have to be a smart person to play one in a movie. It's not saying there aren't brilliant freaking, brilliant freaking artists in Hollywood working in film and, you know, whatever, even uh, recording artists. There are a lot of people who are freaking geniuses. That's true. But these are not people who necessarily are experts at living life. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I get tired of the preaching. Jessica Chastain won Best Actor, and, you know, I said this yesterday, and, and I got to take a break. And she goes on. She thanks everybody. She's having a genuine moment of winning an Oscar. And then it's like somebody throws a switch, and before she leaves the stage, she has to read her prepared speech about Ukraine, about people going without food, about the oppression of transgendered people. And it was so contrived and fake. You know, and just, man, just be happy you won an Oscar. Thank you. Don't cancel me. What? That's what she was saying. Thank you. Don't cancel me. Right. It just gets so, right. Exactly. Like, I got to do this before I leave the stage or or they'll they'll think I'm I'm awful because I didn't try to save the freaking world by winning my gold statue or use my platform to make it a better world. And the thing you won't say to these people is, not making it a better world you're not having any impact on anybody's life you may in the movie you make you know you may impact somebody's life by the record you produce by the movie you make but dear god you're not changing one thing on planet earth with your oscar speech and so again i and then i'll shut up i have to kind of go with gutfeld in that even though it was really horrible behavior, and I think it really hurt him in the long run professionally, uh, this this smack by Will Smith, it was the most genuine and interesting thing that's happened on the Oscars in a long time. All right, I got to take a break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. Final few moments of the show on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. And yes, I'll be gone for the rest of the week. I have to have uh, my final surgical procedure tomorrow. Which means tomorrow night I'll be stoned off my ass. I'm sorry I said that. But that's true, you know. Uh, I, I, tomorrow, I, well, I got, tomorrow we get to the end of this journey which has gone on for several months now, and I, I get this um, 
I get my little plastic buddy here removed. My little plastic porta porta john that goes with me everywhere I go. I'm sorry, I just said that, didn't I? Your fanny pack? It's a little higher than the fanny, but it's the, it technically is a fanny pack. And uh, that's going away. Uh, my intestines will be reconnected. Sorry about the graphic nature of this, but it's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to stitch together my tripas. And then um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I also got a hernia because, and that happens. It's not an unusual thing. It's not unusual to get a hernia when you have this condition that I have. And so tomorrow I get the intestines reconnected. I'll get stitched up. Well, and they'll, they also take care of the hernia. And then I'll spend the rest of the day in a pain medicine-induced fog, stupor, if you will, watching Guy Fieri shows on the on the on the uh, on the TV. And and so I'll be, you know, I gotta have a, a few days of recovery, so I'll be back. Uh, I, I'm hopefully Monday. They say about two to three days uh, of recovery. It's a, fr- a fairly simple procedure. This is pretty basic stuff, nothing to worry about. Uh, but I will be out of action for the rest of the week, and so Trey will be taking over uh, wearing Rima and handling my, 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 my side of things, I believe. And then I should be back on Monday, but again, that, then hopefully that will be the end of all this so I can start getting back to something resembling normal, whatever that may be. Uh, and uh, again, I can't thank uh, everybody enough for their prayers and messages throughout this entire experience. And, uh, you know, my Alpha Media family here in KTSA for, you know, I had to take a lot of time off, obviously, over the past few months. And I still got a gig, so it's like, wow, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And uh, what else? Uh, uh, we do have a couple of minutes here if you want to get on the uh, line before I hang up. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Thanks for all the emails. Uh, Sean at KTSA.com. Get a lot of positive stuff in the emails. I actually get very few hate mail. I, I love hate mail. And I get I don't get a whole lot of it. I'm not saying I want more hate mail. I'm just saying I enjoy the odd psycho sending me a message and telling me how much I suck and I'm a communist. Uh, but it doesn't happen as often as I perhaps would like it. And uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see where the news goes for the rest of the week. And uh, you know, I, I, I with, with Ukraine and Biden, uh, you know. It, when I come back, God, everything could be completely different. You know, this this Ukraine situation, uh, I believe, is getting worse on a daily basis, and our president is making it worse because he's inept. That, or whoever is actually running the show right now, I don't think he is. Obviously, Biden's not running the gig completely on his own. If he's got a cheat sheet with the freaking questions the journalists are going to ask him ahead of time and his answers. Do you think that Joe Biden sits down, sees the questions, and writes his own answers to the questions for any given press conference? We now know that this is standard stuff. He gets a cheat sheet for every press conference. He ain't writing the responses or his own answers, so who is, man? All right, that's it, man. I'll see you on Monday. Uh, Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Mr. Don Morgan and my good brother Trey, where spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you soon. Bye.